Before we start today's Tale of Winter Enchantment episode, I wanted to let you know about a beautiful Enchant Your Winter giveaway I am running. When you enter, you will be in to win um, the Winter Stargazing Pack, which I've spoken about on this podcast. It's a beautiful digital um, download pack, so you get a PDF that you can download or an audio guide that you can listen to, which has all the information you need, step-by-step guides to take you on a stargazing experience from the comfort of your own home. It's perfect for families and beginners, and I've had some really beautiful feedback about it. Folk have said it's been one of the best experiences they've had. They've learned knowledge that they'll never forget. That they were so surprised that they were able to to see the stars that are mentioned in the pack and get to know them, not only their scientific stories, but also their cultural, myth, mythical stories from all around the world. So you get that, which is £97, and you also get three months free membership to the Stardust Collective, which is a membership for busy folk seeking more immersive and playful time with nature. And the collective will give you all the support, guidance and inspiration to actually get you to go out and use the um, stargazing pack. And there's loads more in the collective as well. You also get access to other things I've mentioned in this podcast series. You get access to the Winter Trees and Hope Nature Journaling Workshop and the Scots Pine Nature Guide in there as well. And all of the free templates, letter templates with Scots Pine illustrations. Um, and the Christmas Cracker templates as well. So you get everything in the Stardust Collective as well, and you'll get three months free access to that. I'm so excited to be able to to give you this really generous offer um, during this final week of the um, Tales of Winter Enchant podcast, which was a bit of an experiment and which I've really enjoyed doing. Thank you all for listening along. And I will put the link to enter the giveaway in the show notes, you just need to pop in your email and your name. You'll also be subscribed to my email newsletter. You can unsubscribe at any time. So yeah, just enter your your name, share it with other loved ones who you think would really enjoy it. And I will pick a winner. You have until noon on the 21st of December to, to enter, and then I'll pick a winner in the afternoon. And I will let them know my email and also announce it on the winter solstice final episode of this podcast. So do go and enter to win those two things, the Winter Stargazing Adventure Pack and three months free subscription to um, my membership, the Stardust Collective. And now on with today's episode. It's a really cold, an overcast day today and as we head outside wrapped up warm we're walking down the country lane and we can smell the scent of snow in the air sure enough as we walk past the tree with a little robin singing the first fresh flakes of snow begin to fall and look One little snowflake has landed on your mitten. And as we take a closer look, we see what a precious frozen crystal it is. Welcome to Tales of Winter Enchantment, a podcast that invites you to wrap up warm and head outside with daily voice notes from me, Agnes Becker, 
throughout December right up until the winter solstice. Today's tale of winter enchantment is all about snowflakes. Snowflakes are such incredible little um, objects, crystals. Each one of them is unique. It's extremely unlikely that there are two complex snowflakes um, that look exactly alike. It's so extremely unlikely that even if you looked at every snowflake ever made, you would not find any exact duplicates. Snowflake is a simple example of self-assembly. There's no blueprint or genetic code that guides the growth of a snowflake, yet marvellously these complex structures appear quite literally out of thin air. They're all six-sided usually. You can get some that are kind of cylindrical in shape, um, but the more complex ones are all six-sided. And snowflakes with 12 branches, of, um, or tw yeah, 12 kind of spikes around the edges, are actually an illusion because they're two six-branch snowflakes that have collided and got stuck, but exactly with their branches growing 30 degrees apart. I love these... Um, sort of mathemat mathematical wonders of, um, of the natural world and how, how a snowflake ends up growing in this particular way. I think it's down to the structure of water, actually, if you get, um, get down close enough. But yeah, I love how every single snowflake is completely unique um, and how ethereal they are, how they melt on your tongue or on your hand with warmth these beautiful complex structures that are made really high up in the sky, in the air, in the, in the clouds. When a really cold water droplet freezes onto pollen or dust particle in the sky. And this creates an ice crystal. And from there, the ice crystal um, gets buffeted about in the wind through different humidity, through different temperatures, at different speeds. And each one of those changes will result in a slightly different way in which the crystal arms grow then on the snowflake which is why you get so many different um different patterns and why they're so each snowflake is so unique it's unique because each snowflake falls its own pathway down from the sky um so no snowflake story is the same as it journeys down from the sky i love this for a few reasons number one that snowflakes are formed from um, this collision or this kind of alchemy between water and a dust particle or pollen particle in in the air. I remember hearing about how um, how the spores from mushrooms can fly up high into the air, be blown into the air, and um, and rain can rain droplets form around these spores as well. Have mushrooms form cause this rain to happen? Um, and I love the thought of the plants and, I don't know, dust from various things end up creating snow and snowflakes. And the second thing I love is, um, is snowflake as a metaphor for each of us. How um, the way that the snowflake falls from the sky to the earth is completely unique. And that's why you get these different structures 
Isn't that incredible? Your activity is that when it snows next time, near where you are, try to catch a snowflake on, um, on your glove and uh, to look at its, closely at its structure. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to um, Kenneth Librecht, who's a snow scientist. His microscope images of snowflakes, they're absolutely beautiful. And back when I used to kind of illustrate Christmas cards and greetings cards um, and sell them, I had a whole set on snowflakes um, because the structures are just so beautiful. And in terms of giving back, I'd like you to think about how for some snow is a complete novelty and something really exciting and for others it's a really harsh reality of winter that has to be endured for months before the spring returns. So my invitation is to think about how how can you be grateful for the snow during winter. And I will leave you with this quote from Lewis Carroll uh, in his book from his book Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. I wonder if the snow loves the trees and fields that it kisses them so gently. And then it covers them up, snug, you know, with a white quilt. And perhaps it says, go to sleep, darlings, till the summer comes again. If you enjoyed this episode, this voice note, then please subscribe to the podcast um, and share with loved ones and do rate and review if you have a moment. And we're getting closer to the winter solstice now. Maybe you can feel the, the, uh, the nights drawing in a bit more. Um, I hope you're able to sink into this dark time a little. And you might want to start just having a think about what you might want to do to mark the winter solstice. Um, Some ideas might be to just light a candle and reflect on with loved ones on the year that's just been and what you'd like to bring through and nurture in the next year. You might want to do a fire pit and a bit of stargazing. You might want to um, just cosy up and read a book and have some time in front of a fire or um, some candlelight, a quiet evening without screens to um, to just sink into this longest night of the year. So have a think about what you might want to do for the winter solstice as your ritual, little ritual this year. And I will see you again tomorrow for another tale of winter enchantment. Take care.